loves my mama, loves Jesus, and America too. She's a good girl, agrees about Elvis, loves horses, and a boyfriend too. It's been a lousy, lousy week. It's been a lousy month from Irma to Maria to Vegas. And we lose Tom Petty this week. Lester McLean on guitar. Full tribute to Tom Petty a little bit later on, but we continually want this podcast to be an escape from your real world. So I ask again, hit it, Lester. This is Janie's podcast. Janie's Rubber Boots podcast. We're going to sit and relax and tell you all sorts of stories. Talk about life and live. We need lots of laughs uh, this week. It's uh, season two, episode four. I got one courtesy of my mother yesterday, gentlemen. Hello, Puffy. Hello, how's it going? Hello, Sirius Lester. Hello, Stoff. Stoff, Hello. Stoff had a good day. <laughs> just keeps getting better. Wow. Stoff, you want to tell us quickly about your day? Uh, yeah, I was on my way in to record this fabulous podcast. Yeah, uh, big day for you every time you get to record incredible. the Incredible. Uh, my car started rattling. At first, I thought it was my excitement for the podcast. <laughs> I pulled over to the shoulder on the highway. Uh, my back tire was completely flat. Wouldn't inflate. Had to get the car towed. Go to my parents, grab their car, come here. Now, all right on the Highway 400, which for you non-Toronto people is a major, major Toronto highway. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, didn't anybody pull over to help? I always wonder about that. No, actually they didn't. One time uh, <laughs> my car broke down. Did you wave your arms? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I broke down on the 401 one time, and I was actually amazed at how many people slowed down and asked if I need anything. Well, that's uh, nice, but not today. 400, yeah. nothing. 401, those, a much friendlier place. Those Barry the Aurora <laughs> jerks. Uh, yeah. They don't well, want to stop. Well, they'd expect you to be able to change your own tire. That's the problem. <laughs> Do you think that's it's so. your serial killer looks? That, uh, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, it looked like a setup. Could you change your own tire? I could, but I don't have a spare. My car came with this stupid self-inflating device in, in lieu oh. of the uh, spare tire. And I wouldn't know how to use that. Terrible. Would you? I have no idea. Well, I know how to use it, but it wouldn't. It was pumping air, and there's just. Could no you air change a tire, Puffy? I actually had to do that as one of my things to marry my wife. My father-in-law <laughs> made me do all these tests for real. Yeah, so I had to like change Wait, a tire. Was he present? Yeah, this? he was watching me do it. He's a little Did bit he, crazy. Yeah. Did he time you? And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I like, but I can't do it now. Right. I mean, I did it again. Same thing. I did it when I was younger. But once you get CAA and you get spoiled, yeah, like, like why? why? Some guy's going to show up in 15 minutes. How could you take that that uh, that work away from CAA? Let you, Lester, would you yeah. do it? Yeah, I, I, I think I could. Yeah. I think I have maybe once, but not in a long time. Yeah. I mean, that jack in the back is... Yeah, the good chance I'm crushing myself if I did it. So my mom, my, uh, my mom, uh, when Tom Petty, uh, the news about Tom Petty first came out, uh, we're taping this on a Tuesday late afternoon, so I guess Monday afternoon. Um, like a lot of people, I've thought of him right away, fired off a tweet of some lyrics. Just to, So I've started out for God knows where, I guess I'll know when I get there. Uh, what's that from? Yeah, learning to fly, I guess. So I started out for God knows where. And uh, I got a text uh, five minutes later from my mother, <laughs> who's the sweetest lady in the world and sometimes listens Good to Good on her for texting, though. Sheila, I love you. 
And she said, where are you going? <laughs> exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I, I said, what? And so I called her because I was driving at this yeah. point. I'm like, what? She goes, where are you going? And I said, what, what do you mean? You texted, I'm started out for God knows where. I guess I'll know when I get there. What does that mean? I said, Mom, Mom I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. It's just a little tribute to Tom. So she, she was very relieved. Uh, overall. Anyway, uh, Lester's full uh, tribute to Tom Petty, and we'll talk a little bit Tom uh, later on. Uh, new sponsor coming aboard next week. Wow, very exciting. Nice, nice. Show so, me the money. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see if they do. I uh, was going to announce it this week, but we got a few things to get ironed out here. Nice. So uh, we'll tell you about that next week. Let's get right to the Rod Smith recap. On episode three of season two, Duthie detailed his strange encounter with a mysterious employee in the TSN showers. Because all he had was in one hand, he had um, like a tube. And he walks into the shower stall. Yeah. Fully clothed in his running shoes. You idiots. That's just Rod Smith's personal assistant, Emilio. I get him to sample body oils before I let the ladies rub them on me. Some of them make my buttocks break out. Meanwhile, Sirius Lester's remix of Face-Off Violation has a lot of extra noises in it. What was going on in the background? It felt like um, one of your background singers, who was you, was, was making love or something during the song. Hmm, in that case, maybe Roddy will add that to his CFL panel intros. Tonight, Matt Nichols and the Bombers Uh host the Desperate Mm, Ticats. Yeah, Roddy likes. Later in the pod, the boys talked about their most embarrassing sports moments. Gave it a big kick, but I kind of hooked my foot, put it right over my head and into the net. (laughs) And my dad was the coach, and he carried me off the field. We never saw anybody look behind them at the time to see what time was left in the game. (laughs) 60-year-old woman came out of the class to come and check on me. Sorry, boys. Rod Smith, baby, doesn't really have any embarrassing sports stories. He always wins and looks great doing it. Though there was the this one time Roddy had the Victoria's Secret girls over for strip poker and forgot to wear his undies and his pants. I still won. Oh, but so did the ladies. Till the next time, friends. Emilio, bring me the lavender oil. It's poker night. <laughs> the best is he's like all like concerned and it's like totally. Emilio. Emilio might have to be a recurring character in the Emilio. Rod Smith recap, do you not think? Fantastic. Yes, indeed. Uh, you have to, uh, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, by the way, we didn't, do we find that a Rod Smith Kelsey's commercial? We didn't yet. Rod, Rod, oh, baby. A number of people have pointed out to me on the Twitter um, that. Rod's uh, new voiceover for a commercial that he does is very. Rod, I, I told it's him it's very Rod Smith, oh, baby. He was, he was like, "Really? You think?" <laughs> He's getting a little concerned. Do you is. think the lines are being blurred? They're definitely be blurred. Real Rod Smith, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Rod Smith, baby. Let's blur them even more. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think with 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 Hef's passing, oh, Rod Smith oh, is now the torch. Rod will Smith, be passed. baby, Absolutely. is now Absolutely. is now the new Hef. Get him that smoking jacket. Uh, stuff from last week. Hey, hey, Lester, we were talking about doing a theme for, like, having a segment called, like, whatever. 
the stuff, week that was. The week that was. Did we yes. do anything for that yet? No. The week? All right. Well, we'll f- <laughs> let's figure something out in the next week, all right? I will. I'll let's make a discuss of- the week that was. Oh, something wow. I like that. like that, you know? You're cutting my grass, eh? That <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I had another bathroom incident. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here? This one, On, no. This no. one was <laughs> embarrassing to me and was rather humorous but at the i had to laugh okay so i was doing an event last week downtown at the hockey hall of fame which was the stamp unveiling okay i've done it every year for five years they unveil a series of stamps this was the last one in a series uh where they unveiled basically the the six best players ever which were gretzky mario or Bellavo. now i'm gonna forget (laughs) the rest who am i missing here rocket was rocket there rocket and uh, well, he wasn't there. <laughs> Lou Franceschetti <laughs> and O Dog, yes, and, and the O Dog, and, and and the O Dog. Uh, that would have been yeah. funnier, actually. Sorry, <laughs> Gordy Howe. Excuse me, Gordy, Gordy Howe okay. was the other one. Okay, so I um, played golf in the morning. Uh, for, for the story coming with O Dog, actually, and went straight to this thing. So between the golf. And there's like, there was like a four-hour gap between the golf and the event. And I threw on just shorts and a really rotty T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, I showered, then threw on a T-shirt. And then what I do is I change into my suit in the parking garage below the Hockey Hall of Fame. Okay. I've All right? That's the way yeah. I work things. Because I don't want to be in a suit for five hours. It was boiling it was hot. very hot. So I'm looking pretty ratty. I got flip-flops, like bad shorts, and a bad T-shirt. Yeah. And then I realized I left my little... You know, my little, ba- you carry a little bathroom case around when you go on things like this. You yeah. know, a little toothbrush, yeah. toiletries, floss, your hair stuff, yes. and my shaver. I, I left it all at the golf course, which oh. is way out in Etobicoke, oh, so I was messed up. Right? So now, uh, thankfully, there's a mall in that area where the Hockey Hall of Fame is, so I go to Shoppers Drug Mart, and I buy everything again. Yeah. So I have a big bag of stuff, toothpaste, whatever. So I go into the bathroom. Oh, sorry, I had a ball cap on backwards, too. <laughs> so I'm, I go into this bathroom, and I'm cleaning my teeth. Yep. And I got this big plastic bag full of stuff. <laughs> With all your things. Yeah. <laughs> and a guy comes in. He's probably a 65-year-old gentleman in a yeah. suit. And he, he's doing his business, oh, no. and then he's washing his hands next to me, and he's looking over. <laughs> and I said hi to him, like, politely. Yep. And he said... Son, could I buy you a coffee or something? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's amazing. And I, I didn't think of it till that second. <laughs> he thought I was a hobo. <laughs> There's a voice that keeps on calling. In fairness, you did describe <laughs> your baseball cap. Like I was a half an hour from wearing a nice suit in yeah. front of a crowd at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh, it, it can happen quick, James. And I was a hobo. Wow, wow. that's funny. Yeah, that's very I, funny. And that's I, even, the, it, it was sad to me how defensive I got right away. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just, and I tried to tell him I'm the a whole very story. Man. Yes, I, 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 I own a mansion and a yacht. <laughs> now, now, speaking of the, that golf round, Oad is hole in one. So I saw that your scorecard got posted, and you were taking a lot of abuse for okay. your golf game. Yeah, and have been for a week now. And Pe- so people don't believe that Jimmy can play. So, okay, first of all, we're playing. It's O Dog, who I hate even giving him credit after this buffoonery, but he's a fantastic golfer. 
Yes. Uh, he's one of the best guys I've ever played with. He's basically scratch. Really? Is that good? He would be scratch if he played, uh, he only plays 10 times a year or something, but he hits it 300, 320 off the tee. He's wow. never in trouble. Really? He's got great hands. Wow. He's excellent. And we're hands. playing with Mike Zingamanis, former yep. NHLer, who's also excellent. Yeah. And and me, who I'm okay, like a 12. Yeah, you're a good golfer, but. So, but these guys play off the back tees. Yeah. And oh, I was boy. a little, and plus, I'm, I'm a little bit of a mental midget, and so I, I was, I'm a little I'm a mental little person. And I, I uh, <laughs> so I was a little, That's you know, a shot after a couple of holes, I'm a little intimidated, yeah. so I'm trying to bash the ball and do things I never do to keep up with these yeah, guys. Right. Well, I don't like having 223-yard par threes. Yeah, those are, that's, that's not long. the way Jimmy likes to no. play. So, O gets his hole in one, and I don't, I thought, I, I did not have a good front, I don't know, like Forty nine or something yeah. like that. Probably uh, it w- it wasn't pretty. It's a tough course, though, right? Tough course, but I, I wasn't playing well. No excuse for it. So these guys were like thirty five and thirty six or something wow. like that. You know, a good day if I'm hitting the ball, I like shoot forty. When I played there with uh, Pooley yeah. a few weeks ago, I think I shot like forty four, forty or something like yeah. that. So as we're when O gets his hole in one. Uh, by the way, two times yeah. in three weeks. Impressive. I played with Dave Poole in three weeks ago. He gets the second hole in one. This is O's first hole in one ever. Which is amazing, by the way, considering what I said about how good he is. Yeah. Like, he never had a hole-in-one. And right as we were teeing off on this par three, Zygamanis said, hey, O's going to get his 18th hole-in-one or something. And then he started laughing. And I go, he's got that many? He goes, no, he's never had one before. That's why he was giving him the gears. And really? O, o hits the ball and says, I think I have one now. I hit my golf shot, and I said, Ziggy, this might, this might be one, kind of, because it was just a good shot. It was, and I just saw joking. it bounce up in the air once, and then it was gone. But you, could, you can't see the ball in that hole. And we drove up, and Duffy ran down to the hole. He looked in, and it was in. So anyway, we're walking off, and I said, hey, O, if you're going to frame this scorecard, you know, Brush up my, my yeah. score a little bit. I don't want, if this is on the wall for your rest of your life, I don't want people looking at a 48 or whatever. Yeah, the heck it was. which is ver- a fair, a fair, fair, ass. fair. Yeah. Instead, he grabs another card <laughs> and puts him and Ziggo's scores in as they yeah. were. And me, nine, 11, <laughs> 12, nine, <laughs> seven, nine. And I had no idea of this because I was doing the stamp event. Yeah. So they called me to go on Overdrive, the radio show in Toronto. Yeah. And and Noodles is saying to me, what's this about your score? You got a 12 or something? I have no idea what he's talking about. Oh, okay. Like, oh, no, no. I, don't, I, I had a bad day, Noodles. It wasn't that bad, though. Was there a 12? Was there? Was that just a lie? Was, was there a 12 by me? Yeah, a 12 on the card. No. Like a- <laughs> has he been hammering me? I haven't heard any of no. the show. And then I get off and finish the stamp event. So now like six hours have passed since I've looked at my phone. An eternity <laughs> in Twitter. And it's like... <laughs> 8,000 mentions. You are the worst golfer ever. And then he goes on the panel that night yeah. and has to throw it in one more time. Yes. Oh, yeah, we had him. He's holding his ball. Every guy I've ever played golf with texted me and yeah. said, how did that? Like, nobody, he, he thought it was a good joke. It yeah. was a good joke because everybody thought it was real. No, they, every, everything I saw with people were like, but Jimmy's wh- terrible. Why would I put that down, really? <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you, O, for that. And thank I'll, God you have I'll this be... podcast to clarify all these issues. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I don't think half the people that... Yeah, they, all, they don't believe Unfortunately, still. I don't think we have the 800,000 listenership yeah. that is the followers on Twitter. Uh, so that was my, let's discuss the week that was. <laughs> anything happen Anything happen to you guys that I need to know about? Uh, uh, no. 
<laughs> I don't even remember the weekend. Lester, Elton Ron uh, sent us a pic. <laughs> it was sensational. Elton Ron, who clearly did not was not aware of the podcast, but Lester's now made him aware. Yeah. Oh. Uh, is now, I think, a... Uh, and if you didn't listen to the earlier episodes this year, uh, Lester plays in an Elton John uh, cover band. band. Tribute, tribute band. Tribute, tribute band. Called Elton yes. Ron. And the guy actually looks a lot like Elton a John. A lot so, like yes. Elton and, John. And Lester made a comment about... Uh, the honeys, I don't know. And the honeys are a little older. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What kind of crowd is that for an Elton John cover um, band? Let's put it this way. There's no honeys under 60. So Elton Ron sent a pic with a couple of the ladies yeah. that attended a recent show. And yeah, they were let's just say that uh, Elton Ron is going to be on Puffy and Mai's docket for shows to attend. Yes. <laughs> we may have underestimated things. Elton Ron has it going on. Unless it was a doctored pick. Yeah. It's, a, it's his niece it could, and his goddaughter. Shut up! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, they were right. Damn you, Elton Ron! <laughs> you got us again. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I wasn't actually on that show. I, I actually, uh, if, if I may say what I did this weekend, I played a couple of weddings back to back, and one of them was at the Granite Club. That is a uh, Mike Johnson club, I believe. Oh, is that, He's that, a member yeah. there. So that is the big money, Whoa. large dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Schmenzi? It was. You know what? It's funny. It was. It was a nice wedding. It wasn't. The people were great. Um, and you know, for the venue, the venue was really nice. But it was just very casual, laid back. Like not like flip flops and sandals. There's tuxedos and yeah. stuff, and it's a lot of lot of very nice looking ladies. Well, good looking crowd. Good looking crowd. Good dance floor. Good dance floor. Nice. Yeah, my band Grooveyard. I'll shout out to Grooveyard yeah. that, that we rocked that that uh, that evening. So it was good. You're nice. a very modest guy. We've said this before, but at, at any weddings, have any of like perhaps drunken bridesmaids ever, you know, slid, I had a, I had slid less bri- to the number? <laughs> I've had a, a bride grab my ass at once. Oh wow! A the bride. bride. The bride. Not... How uncomfortable is that? But was she just you know funning, or was there some real? I, I don't know. I got out of there, man. I just got out of there. <laughs> My own fault for coming off the stage, you know, singing. Do you know anybody at that wedding you can look up and see if they're still together? You know what? Um, I, I'm sure um, uh, that particular wedding, I don't I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think they're still together? <laughs> no, 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 oh. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't know anybody from that wedding. But there's quite okay. a few people that still stay in touch. And right. it's nice. All we right. have a pretty good record. Does at How many weddings do people, like, Want to come up and sing? Um, actually, the do you, do one of the them? we did uh, the groom. As a matter of fact, the, the, the wedding we played on Friday, uh, Mike and Adriana. Um, there, the, the groom was was a singer. He sings, so he came up and he did uh, uh, "In My Life" by the Beatles, and then he did uh, "Semi Charm Time of Life." And right. We rocked that. Oh, it was nice. good. It was good. See, I have feelings on this because I think Puffy and I would both get up and sing if we were drunk at a wedding. Yeah. Um, but. I've been to enough weddings where the groom or the bride, I, one in particular from a couple of years ago, the lovely bride, and she wanted, she sang a song yeah. that was beautiful and touching. And then she sang another song. And, and it's like, okay, can we have dessert now? And then she sang a third song. Oh, that's getting a little <laughs> bit. Okay, <laughs> enough. We know it's you your ha- day. We know you but... have a nice voice. <laughs> it's your day. But, you know, one chorus, short version of the first song. Would have been enough. Uh, also on uh, Let's Discuss the Week That Was, um, the uh, the podcast getting some uh, 
Big Hype Down South Ooh. on ESPN Radio. Oh, wow. Uh, probably because Adnan Verk, who we talk about on the podcast often, often yeah, a friend often, of ours, yeah. uh, was on the Ryan Russillo show, which is a big ESPN Yeah, he show. co-hosted a couple days a week. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, you have that audio for us, stuff. James Duffy, who I love, he's the main host of TSN's Hockey Coverage. He's one of the four. He has a great podcast called the Rubber Boots Podcast. Oh, look at this. No, my buddy Puffy asked him. He said, <laughs> if Trump was in the White House, no, sorry, if Trump was the owner of your favorite team. Yes. Could you still root for them? And James is a Niners fan and says that he couldn't. But then my buddy Puffy immediately called him on it. He goes, yeah, but you're a pretty fair-weather fan. Niners? Which Niners? San Francisco 49ers is James's NFL team. So he said if, if Donald Trump Why was... Why does he have owner, a CFL team? Well, he's, again, American influence in Canada. See? So he goes, no, I would still you know, for us. cheer for the Niners. But the point is that everybody's aware of what's going on. Everybody has a take. Wow, that's mm. huge. Well, we know you're a Red Blacks fan, so you do have a CFL team. <laughs> <laughs> Hometown team. Uh, yeah. No. Train loves That's to throw cool. out the shutouts, though. Ah, he's the best. That's he why best. we love him. Never heard of serious Lester. So, a uh, shout out to our new American listeners. Yes, yes. there's probably uh, millions because of that. Oh yeah, they'd be, they be googling. Yeah, and again, Adnan Verk at some point that I don't really believe you will. Actually he's going to be in studio. <laughs> he's going to be in studio. <laughs> he loves this area. <laughs> uh, okay, it's time for our sponsored segment. It is fandom. The Fandom Sports app, the only app where you get to argue about sports and win stuff. Vote on arguments, post your own arguments, win fights, collect points, and win cool stuff. Fight with your thumbs, not your fists. The Fandom Sports app, available now on the Apple Store. Coming soon to all of you and your Android users. I think I butchered the last line. (laughs) Coming soon to all of you Android users. Thank you very much. Our Fandom question from last week. This is the part where I... Speak slow, which is a broadcaster trick, by the way, to speak. If you ever hear broadcasters say, coming up after the break, they're either looking for their script or trying to think about what they're going to say next, (laughs) but not wanting to lose their train of thought. Here we go. Uh, Should the national anthem be played before sporting events was the question that I believe uh, Puffy came up with and asked. 72% 72% said yes. It should be. Yes. Mm, wow. So that's kind of overwhelming, actually. That's yeah. very surprising. We got lots of good responses. I'll go through them briefly here. By the way, <laughs> as you can vote on Fandom. That's why I encourage you to get your friends on there, because yeah. we will consider that in the voting. So I went on only because I'm, when you do a comment, it's much easier to find the question. Okay. <laughs> and I'm an idiot on these things. Yeah. So I wrote a little comment. I got 10 likes. That's huge. I know. Mm. But I didn't even vote. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, a bunch of funny stuff here and serious stuff. It should be played at random times during the game. Everybody has to stop immediately and figure out what's going on. That's just odd. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes to play. Save the anthem for the Olympics or nation versus nation events. There are too many nationalities on every team to represent one country. That's Nick Hardy. Uh, that got a couple likes. That's very good, Nick. That is a good one. Should have James Duffy sing the anthem for every event. There'd be no more anthem controversies because all of the athletes and fans would clear out before oh, he could make it through oh, the that's second. Unnecessary. That's unnecessary. Hashtag hurtful. sewer pipes. Wow. Sewer pipes, wow. That's, just, that's hurtful. That's pretty... Oh, say can you see that? That is me. Fairly accurate. You have a lovely singing. Somebody also said Lester should be singing the national anthem. Wow. Was that Chester Chester McLean? McLean. (laughs) Chester (laughs) McLean waiting in. It would be pretty comical if they stopped playing the anthem before the game and Buddy resorts to taking a knee on the opening drive. That was odd from Big Austin. Uh, Sing Bob Cajun before every game. Can't can't argue with that. 
Uh, we picked this one. Uh, Greg Goat. Didn't bring the funny necessarily this week, but I thought he made a good point. Kind of similar to what the other guy said, but we are all at a point where it really doesn't make a lot of sense when there are players from tons of different countries playing for a city normally in the U.S. or Canada. And the only problem with taking it out now is that all the people who see the protest as disrespect to vets and the flag are going to freak out. Yeah, that's true. They have lost. Uh-huh. So that's a good point. I think, you know, sometimes we're going to award the funniest. Sometimes we're going to award things that just make sense. I thought, Greg, that is a simple argument but you're going to win this week. Did he get more than 10 likes? No, he didn't. He got a minus three. Wow. But there was a lot of minuses. There's a lot of anger, I guess, from the people. Golf scoring? That's that's my point. But please keep coming on. Sorry, what did you say? That was my point, though. That was my point. Exactly that. There's so many teams now, so many players. Do you think Greg just copied? Yeah. So really, Chester McLean won that one. (laughs) All right. uh, Chester McLean, uh, write us and let us know. (laughs) No, give it to Greg. Yeah, Greg, uh, send us your your stuff on Twitter, and uh, I'll get you a book, signed copy whatever you like. By stuff you mean is details, contact information, right? Yeah, you're just... You a picture of the guy's yeah, your Twitter handle. Like last week, <laughs> the guy who won last week... Yeah. Did he get? Did he, he didn't. Get he didn't even have a Twitter account, so he started a Twitter account. Ah. And so I was going back and forth with him saying, how do I know this is really you? Yeah. But he was clever enough in his tweets to me that I... I that figured, he earned it anyway, even if he was And it wasn't lying. like there was 19 people <laughs> pretending they were this guy. <laughs> so, hey, you deserve a book if you're going to go out and make the case, even if it was you or yeah. it wasn't you. The fandom question uh, this week, uh, and again, courtesy of Puffy, the baseball season has just ended, and what did he end up with, Stanton, Giancarlo? I have no idea. Some, 50 home runs? Something? I think so. I tuned out once with Jay's 50. Or sucking. no, was it almost 60? Yeah. I think he was over 50, yeah. <laughs> We're really nailing the sports <laughs> chat. Yeah, we're really good with the sports thing. <laughs> he hit lots of homers. <laughs> well, I know Judge was over, I think he had 50, which is very impressive. I think Stanton had 59. Yeah, he might have been close. Well, could, you, could you maybe I'm look go- it up? Oh, my, my phone's dead. <laughs> While I do the question, could somebody look up how I'm many homers? Google machine this. Oh, God. This is, I didn't think we were getting this in it's depth. attacking our sports credibility. <laughs> I think he had 59. That's going to be my guess. Yeah, that's 59. Thank wow, you. Wow, that's a lot of homers. Yeah, well, that's why... But it would have been exciting. That's what begged, 50, 59. What begged the question. Yeah. 59 home runs, 132 ribbies. Ribbies right. don't matter. As, as he chased down Roger Maris's 61, yes. a lot of people are saying if he gets that, it will be the real home run record because they don't believe in McGuire and Bonds, yeah. etc. So we ask you, your opinion on fandom this week. What is the real home run record, in your opinion? Is it still 61, Roger Maris, before the steroid era? There it is. And here is uh, the fellow with 61. You're seeing a lot today. Or is it Barry Bonds and his 108 or whatever the hell it was? I think it was 72. 72. It was a lot. So maybe 73. Did he hit 73? No, oh, he, he hit like 80. Some... McGuire hit like 72. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he did not hit 80 home runs. I think he hit 81. I'm saying 73. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was 73. Uh, can we edit this segment? <laughs> no. This, this is the charm. Okay. This is the charm. This let's, is let's, being real, yo. Look up how many home runs. This is how real sports fans home, What's chat. the home run record? <laughs> I don't it's remember. 73. I don't remember anything that happened the year I before. He's right. 73. Yeah, yeah 73. I nailed it. Okay, so please go on to Fandom, download the Fandom app, and answer the question, please, and do a compelling argument underneath, and we'll give you something next week, we promise. Yes. 
fandom app available on the Apple Store. How do we know that Roger wasn't on some? Exactly. This wasn't he the might same taken stuff like, back in the day. You know, extra. Oh, no. What's your take, by the way? What's your real home run record? My, mine's Bonds. Mine is Bonds as well. I, I got to say, say the same thing. I, and I don't, I have a lot of problems with all those records from the steroid era, but you just, but we just don't steroids know. Steroids weren't illegal in baseball no, at the time. That's the issue that I have. Yeah. You know, they were part of the rules. I mean. You know what really bothers yeah, me? Yeah, 73, by the way. Bon- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, tips. <laughs> Why did you guys already saw yeah. that? We'll just punch in there. <laughs> uh <laughs> Why, if, if if Bonds and Clemens had both just admitted it, they'd be fine. Right way now. better for them, yeah. They would, they would have been fine, but that's not the way in America, and their egos are so large, they, they didn't bother. So uh, that is your question on fandom this week. Please participate. Um, okay. I have, there's a couple of things uh, this week that i got to get to. We were, this is a big week where people are both talking about everything that's wrong in America. We have a segment and things that I saw on Twitter that will... Um, Summarize everything that is wrong in America. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. Before we get to that, you saw something on Twitter that uh, uh, there's somebody that is... uh, He's either against us, the Rubber Boots podcast, or just against Rubber Boots yeah, in, in general. It's, it's, he's in Toronto, too, and he wears T-shirts that say, I hate Rubber Boots, but he wears Rubber Boots. And he just walks around downtown Toronto. Yeah, and he has wow. several, like, he has sweatshirts, T-shirts. It's, have, it's you seen, have you seen a photo of this guy? I've seen, well, pictures on the internet, but so I've never not, actually... Oh, it's not O'Toole or anything. No, no, no. It's, he's an older guy. It's not Bob. Not you know. Bob. <laughs> but he's probably in Bob's same vintage. Fascinating, wow. but yeah, he, I, I don't know. He'd be a great guest, though. Have you? You haven't seen him in live? No, I've only seen him on the internet. Okay, if you see him live, could you? Pick, I'm getting a picture with him. him. No, you're going to get him on the show, oh, so we can him. figure out. I guess I'll try that. Down. Yeah, um, but he might be, uh, might not be all there. <laughs> well, yeah, that is we a want to bring him. <laughs> There's a few of those downtown yeah. Toronto and downtown That's most cities. Very reasonable. Yeah, there was one at the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> The littlest hobo. Okay, so you guys are probably aware of this, um, but I was not, and this bothers me more than you'll ever know. Uh, A year ago on the Dr. Phil show, um, a girl named Daniel Brigoli was on Dr. Phil, a 13-year-old whose mother was having trouble with her. And in the midst of an argument with the audience said the following. Catch me outside, how about that? Huh? Catch me outside, how about that? Catch you outside? Yeah, so she immediately became the catch me outside, how about that girl? Mm. Yeah. Lester, are you aware of this girl? I'm not, not no. Okay, so... Should, uh, I, should I be James? No, it's probably... <laughs> uh, well, I mean... No, no, no. She's... Uh, but... Uh, because I have teenage daughters in my house, that, that became a big thing in the kids in high school. Oh, no, they weren't right. saying it, were they? Oh, yeah, they were saying it, but jokingly. Okay. Like, I think everyone was, it was started out as sort of a mocking. Yes. Right? Sure. So, that was it. I had I, heard, you know, her name came up a couple times, but I, I thought she had disappeared. Yeah. And then I see a tweet the other day that I'm going, what? And I clicked on it, and then I called my daughter... Darian, who's 16, down to the room and said, uh, by the, what is it, what is going on with this girl? And she is now massive. 
Well, she's like a pop star, right? She goes under the, I think, Instagram and YouTube name Bad B H A D Baby B H A B I E. She has 11 million followers on oh Instagram. My God. Uh, two million followers on her YouTube channel. Uh, she has two s- singles out uh, that have uh, this one called These Ho, H E A U X, has 37 million views. This song? Here we go. Okay, here, here, here's kind of catchy. That's the problem. <laughs> Darian plays, tells me about this, and I'm like, that is the. This is what is wrong with America. That this idiot kid can go on an idiot show and say idiot stuff, and then she played the song. I'm like, damn, that's good. <laughs> it's well produced. <laughs> I gotta get that. Oh, I gotta get God. that on repeat. Let me get that on my iPod for my work. But seriously, how does this happen? Uh, Listen, that's, uh, that's the way it is uh, now. I'll tell you what. That's so frustrating as a musician. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I think because, she signed like a million dollar talk, deal. I'm not even talking about me. Like, I, yeah, I've got my day job and stuff like that, right. and I love playing and stuff and entertaining, and I, I put out my music and whatnot. But I know a lot of people that I work with and perform with regularly that have gone to school and trained and practiced for hours and hours that are so talented and put out quality stuff, yet you turn around just because she was on Dr. Phil and had something... And th- this this is a hit. Like, how you is imagine that a hit? if she does like a rap remix of "Hello" and it goes and it goes viral? <laughs> hello, he'll be hello, bitches. <laughs> hello. hello, hello, bitches. Catch me outside. Hello, ho. <laughs> hello, bitches. Hello, bitches. Lester will be making a different that, tune. That put me a lot of. But that's as long as she credits me. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? You get a lot of cash. Yeah, I'm well, coming to the podcast in <laughs> a limo. Uh, the the other the other song uh, that has 21 million views is. Hi, bitch. What you know? White Porsche, white wrist, white horse. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. Hi, bitch. I do not sniff in the rolling. Nope. It do not. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, enough. Wow. Enough of uh, wow. Bad Babby, who is now rich, singing. rich as hell. She's she going to be. She apparently is signed with Atlantic Records. Yeah, like a million dollars or something. But what, I, what I'm always interested in is the origins of this. Okay, I get it that America's obsessed with celebrity. And so this, this uh, cat mad, how about that thing happens. And then, okay, somebody books her for an appearance for yeah. a thousand bucks at some nightclub. But then how does it go from there to obviously talented record producers grabbing her and putting her on this thing and cutting a, a pretty decent song? With her thing on it, and I, now it's going crazy. I don't think the song's decent. I think okay. the production's okay. I, the production values are production good. Is what values. I mean, you know, but I, you know, I listen. I go to Robin Eccleston's house. There's another shout out. Go to his house tomorrow and do that. What's his nickname? His nickname <laughs> is uh, Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 he likes that. I like yeah. the Boy Wonder. You know, no, no, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I listen. I don't want to sit here and take away from people and stuff like that. There's lots of ways that people write and whatever, but that's just not my cup of tea. And like I said, I know so many talented musicians that it's just like, yeah, that's what you're... And, and the other thing too, James and, and Puffy and, and, and stuff, the bar has been set so low now. Think about Gangnam Style. Remember that? Not Gangnam yeah. Style, sorry. William, what was the guy from... Uh, yeah, uh, William, William Hung? Hung. Yeah. That guy... How's that guy famous? Well, that was the guy from American Idol. American right? Idol, yeah. Yeah, he was terrible. And it was uh, what was the song? It was like a, it was a Ricky oh. Martin song too that he that he sang. Anyway, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 extremely troublesome. And now we've just given her ten minutes more <laughs> more publicity. <laughs> on this I'll podcast. be definitely downloading those <laughs> tunes. Wow. Yeah, but my my daughter even said it started out as a joke, and it still kind of is a joke. But that the songs are catchy, and so her and her friends are actually. Oh yeah, like in ten them. years they're gonna be like, oh, remember those that time? But just one thing: this girl herself is like. 14, 15 years old. 14. Yeah. She's still that young? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was like a couple That's years ago. That's what's kind of disturbing. No. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. disturbing. Oh, yeah. This isn't going to end well. Should I be troubled yeah. that my daughter's listening to a song called These Ho? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's spelled differently. And when yeah. she texted me to remind me of the name of the song, I said, I'm going to have to talk about this on the pod today. She said, Dad, it's H-E-A-U-X, but it's pronounced Ho, just so you know. <laughs> Thanks, Darian. Really want to keep, keep your street cred up. Good work by you. Here's uh, Puffy's Hypotheticals. Puff, uh, before you get to the question, I had yep. forgotten to tell you that uh, I ran into one of my good buddies, Daryl. Yep. Uh, one of my best friends from high school who then disappeared for about six years and then resurfaced into my life. And he, he, li- he lives as like, kind of like a hermit on the, on the coast of Nova Scotia, lives by himself. Nice. One of the, uh, amazing musician, by the way. Nice. Fantastic What's guitarist. What's he play? Fantas- Guitar? Guitarist. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band... You know, the band I've told you about. Oh, uh, he was in the band? Well, he was the band. <laughs> <laughs> he was, oh, you he, were the lead singer. He was the only talented guy in the band. Not really. My other friend, Mark Ward, who will also be on the pod at some point, was really the lead singer. I just jam once in a while. Okay. But Daryl was the only, he was the band because he was the only one who could actually play. Did he write the music? He would, you know, like, I, we would do much like I do with Lester. Uh-huh. He would write music for me and then I would write songs okay. or I would write lyrics and then he would put them to music. He nice. was the Elton to your Bernie. Yeah, yeah, we're going to play those at some point. <laughs> anyway, I see Daryl uh, when I went out to Cabot this summer. Uh, Cabot, by the way, one of the finest golf oh, yeah. courses in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you were due. I continue to do free plugs for Cabot as long as they want. Uh, visit whenever you can. Uh, the Pebble Beach of Canada, frankly. Um, so Daryl says to me, he pulls me aside and he says, hey, listen, Puffy's hypotheticals. Why is he so obsessed with money? It's always about money. Can you always ask about money? The world is not always about money. Tell Puffy that it's not always about a billion dollars. Well, very. Daryl was very. He was very angry. When you're wow. living in a modest home on the water, you well, don't need I a know. billion dollars. Daryl has better values than us. He does. Wow. He's simple. I don't think he has cable or anything, but he does wow. listen to the pod. Well, this one's for you then, Daryl, because <laughs> it involves a lot of money. All right. <laughs> Okay, so would you rather have $1 million at 14, so you're given a million dollar check, or $60 million at the age of 60? Or, but or if 60 you don't, million at 14 like the, <laughs> catch me out that, how about yeah, that girl? exactly. <laughs> if, Sorry. Okay. And if you don't reach 60, you get zero. If you die before 60. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that it. would be obvious that if you died, you wouldn't get anything. <laughs> no, but some people are like saying that, 
okay, would my family get oh, the money? Like, it's done. Like, there's a zero, mm. nothing. So there's no, like, doing it for your family. So in many ways, it's kind of a business in business investment business. question. Yeah. <laughs> business. I'm talking, like, I'm talking like her now. <laughs> I mean, it's a business outside. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, there's an element of that, too. Because has, also, has anybody calculated compounding interest on yeah, my, one million Yeah, I asked my buddies, and they were doing, I think, at 10% or something. They yeah, said yeah you nobody gets get 10% there, yeah. anymore. Yeah. And then you couldn't spend the million either. Exactly. That's it sitting in an account. Okay. Okay, so one million at fourteen years old, yeah. But you're you have to make this decision then at, at 14, fourteen, yeah. Interesting. Mm. So okay, so or hold out for sixty. Why don't you start, Puffy? Your question. Um, I I think I would have to do the fourteen, take the million. Well, I guarantee you would at fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> they say the first million's the hardest, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I could have made that money go. I'd probably be broke by twenty though. You would have been. It would have been gone by seventeen. Yeah. To be fair, I'd. Yeah. You would have had a hundred grand. I would have bet. I think I would have bet a million dollars on the nineteen ninety two Seahawks to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have went well. Last night you would have had two hundred and fifty yeah. grand on the Redskins covering against yeah. the Chiefs. The Redskins <laughs> and the under. How about that for a cover? Oh, it was unbelievable. I actually thought that I had. The Chiefs, and I was very excited until today. I looked at my bet, and I actually lost. For I know most people wow. would be aware of this, but the the Chiefs kicked the field goal with four seconds left to win the game to make it yeah, twenty three. Was what it was six or seven, depending then, on. What so you then got. they kicked off. The guy took a knee in the end zone. They had one play from the twenty, and and then ended up in a fumble recovered for a touchdown Kirk the other Cousins way, which covered cover. and got the over. One of the greatest wow. covers and overs in NFL and, and history. And Sean McDonough had a great call because he said, "This might mean something to, to people." Somebody, <laughs> it's a touchdown. This might be meaningful to some. It was very well done. Oh boy. Uh, okay, so Puffy's so, yeah. taking the million I'm at, 14. at fourteen. Now, in in hindsight, now would you still take the million at fourteen? Now that you're uh, fifty-four. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm worried about reaching sixty, so I definitely take the money at fourteen. Yeah, Lester, you could at fourteen, a young Lester, just you know, hello, still a just a, yeah. not a, a seed thought. in his brain. You could buy an entire recording wow. studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose I. Uh, I mean, I um, my parents would probably invest that money for me. To be honest with you, so mm. fourteen would be pretty good. You take the George million? and Joan McLean would. You'd, you almost have money. to change the question because I think all of us would take it at 14 because we'd be so damn immature. Yeah. A million yeah. dollars when we were 14 felt yeah. like you could retire and live life forever. But I think it's a, it, it's a good question in hindsight, like right now. Yeah. If you, let's say, were reincarnated, but you had, you know, you had the intelligence at the well, time. Well, do you think you'd still have any of that money? No, I'd take the sixty million at sixty. Or See, what, you would. No, what did I get? Sixty million. Sixty million at sixty. 60. 60. Yeah, I'd take the sixty million at sixty. It's a lot of pressure. But I feel on like you, I've though. had a good road and fourteen. Like I, I don't want to be wealthy through my formative years. But it's a lot of pressure on you. Later in life, you want to. Because it would be nice to know that at sixty, you're retired and you're your taking care of your done. family. Yeah. you don't have to do anything. Mm. But a lot of pressure to get to sixty. Right. Stuff. I take it at fourteen. What if you don't Still? make sixty? Uh, yeah, probably. Right. I just think your puffy's right. There's too many, too much room for mistake, unless you just put it aside. And then you can't have any fun with it anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you put it aside, Lester, if your parents invest it for you, well, I'm not saying it. Okay, you know, so maybe it's worth bike, three you know million I mean? at yeah. thirty when you take it, right? Sure. Yeah. You buy one house in Toronto, it's gone. Yeah. Well, don't buy. Want to have fun with it? Yeah. yeah. Have fun. Live your life. But there's no way Travel, that million sees it twenties. Make a life. record. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Make Travel, a record. see the world. Make a record. <laughs> 
Yeah. Would you think you would have <laughs> toured? Maybe you would have been in a like a young Hanson type band. I, honestly, if I if I had yeah. the money at that time, yeah, mm, I would have put. Bop, you bop, know, hello, Bob. You know, hello. hello. Oh man! I that's about it for this week. Um, That's it. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about Tom Petty for a second. I I didn't want to do this off the top. Uh, Again, we want this to be escape from everything that's happening. But I think all of us just in chatting before we turned on the mics here. For me, I'll always say the Tragically Hip was sort of the soundtrack of my life. My favorite band. Uh, but right in there in the top three, Tom Cochran, also when I was younger, and, and, and Petty, who I would never, if you'd ever asked me my favorite artist, I would have never said Tom Petty, but I would have always had him in like the top five. And playing the greatest hits on the way in today, I, yeah. I, there's just so many oh, man. ridiculous songs. I, I had a chance to do, when I was a reporter in Ottawa, I did a bunch of stupid, dan- I was danger reporter, Jimmy Duffy, danger reporter. So I did... Uh, bungee jumping had just started, so oh, I yeah? did a story on bungee jumping, and I used free falling. Okay, which is probably did illegal. you pay illegal. for it? <laughs> probably highly illegal, oh, no, but I used it. And then I jumped out of an airplane. Yeah, oh, and I used free falling. Uh, free falling. No, I didn't use free falling. I used. Uh, how did you not uh, use? Uh, learning, you learning to fly? Of course, uh, learning to fly, but uh, ain't got wings. Oh, I guess that's good. So I kept using Tom Petty for every right. story I did because oh, he had. A, there was just a song for. For everything, and I know Lester, you you took the news hard too. Well, you know what? It's funny. I was I was just out on about yesterday and happened to stop into a store for uh, for something, and uh, CP24 was on, and there was the news breaking news that he had had the heart attack. And at that time, and by the way, it's it's really unfortunate because there was a lot of confusion yesterday about whether he had actually passed or not. Um, as it turns out, it was erroneously reported that he died. Uh, so that was recovered. So, I mean, you know, just, I mean, and, and listen, you know, as we tape this pod, you know, we're, we're a day removed from, from the events in Las Vegas. And it's just, it was just, it was, I think it was just a very hard day. So, you know, somebody, somebody like Tom Petty passing away, somebody that had, for all my life, he'd been around. Yeah. For sure. It's tough. Um, you know, and, and, uh, like you, James, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't have any Tom Petty records, but my favorite part of, uh, or my, my favorite time with Tom Petty, is I thought Tom Petty was a terrible call for the Super Bowl. Really? And, and, and really? I didn't like it. Yeah, I thought, well, come on, really? Because, you know, they had the nipple gate and everything with, with but I was <laughs> Wait, watching. And you, and you yearned for that? No, not necessarily. But <laughs> you I just, want more I just, nipples. No, no, no. But I, I think my, my point is that they went conservative. I think after that they had McCartney and mm-hmm. a couple other things. And, and, you know, but anyway, so I just remember watching the Super Bowl, and then he came out, and I was like, holy smokes. He was awesome. You know, he was awesome. And let's not forget the Traveling Wilburys as well. Yeah, it was that, fantastic. For that first record oh, is, yeah. is f- like just, oh, man. just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I retweeted, somebody had tweeted the, the YouTube version of Free Falling from the Super Bowl performance, mm-hmm. which uh, is on my Twitter account, and it's yeah, and you 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 have tons of petty songs. Oh yeah, right? he's one of he's he's probably my all time favorite guy. Like really, if I had, really? and I never saw him live, and he came through Toronto this summer. He and was I, here July, and I wanted to see him, and I didn't get around to going. And doesn't that uh, piss you off? Yeah, like that happens and I and saw stuff. somebody posted his set list from his last show at the Hollywood Bowl, mm-hmm. and it was like perfect. Every, it was oh, like every man. song. I was like, oh man, that right. would have been a fantastic show. Yeah. Anyway, as we say goodbye this this week, um, here's Lester and Free Falling. Jesus and the miracle too.